And every time I tried to approach my guy friends, they would walk away. They would like run away. They would either like pick their own team for soccer and I'd be the only one left and not picked and Ooh. things like that. So yeah, I, mean, I don't relate to that. No one yeah. wants to be picked last. That's yeah, sure. yeah. Episode two, episode two. Quincy, how are you feeling? How are you feeling to start this thing? I I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. I'm excited to talk about our next episode. Next episode. So, hmm, what are we doing? (laughs) How are you doing? You're probably wondering, like, what are these guys going to talk about in the second episode? Yeah, what are we talking about? I'll tell you. How about I start with a nice little precept? Mm. I think if anyone knows me, I guess you guys would get to know me. Uh, Love quotes, love precepts. And I love all that stuff. So, keep this in mind. A friend is someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you just the way you are. Mm. So, accepting me just the way I am. I can think back to, was it 2017? 2017 and your boy was Hashi. Oh. Hashi. Hashi. I was in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I was in New Orleans. I woke up and I had a little bit of a flashback to the day before. A little kid in Holly Grove telling me, boy, you is ashy. And I was like, man, why are you telling me I'm ashy, man? Like, I know. Like, obviously, you know. You know when you ashy. Your face kind of, you know, does some tricks. And so I remember waking up, looking around, and I met... Actually, I didn't meet you, Quincy, no. at the time. I know, I, I knew just, who you were. I just didn't know. We wasn't friends. We, yeah. just, we just knew of each other. But Quincy, uh, you know, came in, you know, clutch. I was, like, looking around, ashy as can be, you know, looking for at least some black folks there. <laughs> like, looking for some black folks there. And Quincy had the cocoa butter lotion. He had the cocoa butter lotion. And I still use it to this day. To this day. Cocoa oh. butter lotion. Not the same bottle. Okay, obviously. I'm about to say Quincy since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he came in clutch. I remember using that lotion and being so grateful. And I left the house thinking, you know what? Maybe I might just mess with that Impazzo boy. Actually, I didn't know his name was Impazzo at the time. I was like, maybe I, just, I might just be friends with that kid named Quincy. So, so hold up, hold up. You mentioned that you're in Holy Grove. Yes. What are you doing there? Holly Grove. Oh, man, yeah. Take me back. Take me back. Oh. Um, me and Quincy went on this mission trip to uh, New Orleans uh, mm-hmm. in Holly Grove. Um, you know, just spent about a week there just around around Christmas time just oh. helping the, uh, you know, the families and kids in Holly Grove. You know, uh, we did like a little winter Bible camp type thing. Oh. And I think that trip, thinking back, really did change the trajectory of my life. Yeah. But, you know, we'll talk about that a little later on. Little but, on. Yeah, yeah, so that trip was a big moment mm-hmm. because, one, met one of my closest friends in Pazzo. Right here. Right here, right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and I also, you know, had this, you know, life-changing moment. Mm-hmm. So I think that just proves to show that, you know, people and friends, you know, really do, I guess, good friends, mm-hmm. really can have, a you know, a smooth effect on your life in the mm. in the best way possible, mm. and so that's what guys we are talking about today. We friendships. are talking about friendships. Episode two: an extraordinary 
Friendships. Friendships. All right. <laughs> <laughs> with an S. But so, yeah. um, you might agree with me. This first season we have is more geared to like childhood, right? So I'm going to share with you guys a childhood story about my friendships when I was little. So when I was about four or five years old, I remember going to church with my grandparents. And, you know, as a little boy, you're like, oh, like I see some guys there who am I, you know, same age. I want to be friends with them. So I walked to them and tried to play soccer with them mm. but soccer soccer you can play soccer Chris. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I can't play soccer like, i i i don't like it at all mm-hmm. but anyway so i walked to them and i was like you know i want to play with y'all and that time i didn't know the native language of malawi the native language in malawi is called chichewa and i just moved from south africa and the native language there was zulu I think I was speaking Zulu and Sutu, two of those languages there. And understandably, it was hard to communicate with those with those boys on what I wanted to do. But I, I was pretty disappointed because all those guy friends walked away and they didn't want to play with me. So it really scarred me that, you know, my guy friends didn't want to play with me. Well, they weren't your friends at the time, right? You're trying to see if they're your friends. Yes, I was uh-huh. trying to see if if I can make friends. It's pretty easy. I don't think as a kid you don't really think about, oh, I don't like this person because of mm-hmm. some character flaw or something like that. Right. You just kind of go into a friendship. And you just become friends. You just exactly. become friends. But I remember that experience really scarring me. And slowly as I kept on going to church most of my friends became girls because girls were more accepting of me. They were willing to play with me. And eventually I started learning how to knit. I started learning how to like play, cook with with the girls. And every time I tried to approach my guy friends, they would walk away. They would like run away. They would either like pick their own team for soccer and I'd be the only one left and not picked. And things like that. So yeah, we I don't relate to that. No one yeah. wants to be picked last. That's yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah. For me, my childhood friendships. Um, <laughs> I remember, um, <laughs> you know, childhood was a blur. I'm playing. <laughs> um, but but seriously, I think my childhood friendships. I think really just relied on my ability to make people like laugh mm. and smile. And so I think um, that was the extent of my friendship. I don't think my friendships. I mean, I don't. I didn't have a problem making friends in like elementary school oh. and middle school. That wasn't the the case. Um, I think it was more so just the uh, the type of friendships that I've had, and and you know, and what our conversations kind of looked like. I remember we just would. I think back to middle school in which all we did was just roast each other all day. Like, yeah. pretty much, you we sat in the back on the bleachers and we just roasted each other. I mean, saying the most ugly things. Mm-hmm. And y'all was good at it, too, man. I was good at it. I was like, your mama, your dad, your mama, your dad. I mean, they were saying it back to me. I was like, you don't know my mama, you don't know my daddy. You don't know my mama, you don't know my daddy. I, I will get you. But um, 
you know, and that was pretty much what we called friendship. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, I um, that's how I related to people. You know, I would make fun of people. I would joke with people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was really insensitive a whole lot, I think. And so, <laughs> look at this. Um, you know, extremely insensitive. And I didn't understand why people, I guess, weren't like really accepting my friendship. You know, I mean, sometimes. was that sort of like a defense mechanism that we're using to kind of make fun of people at that time? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Mm. I think um, initially we all, I think we all want friends. We all yeah. want um, people that we can, you know, call call friends. Mm. And so you just rely on what you know. Yeah. And so I, at, at the time, you know, I'm like going to high school, you know, I like making jokes. I like making people laugh. I like making other people laugh, you know, let's just hold on to what I know mm. uh, throughout. Yeah. And pretty much my friendships legit mirrored what I, what I gave out, you know, mm. I mirrored just this, you know, surface level type of friendship. It didn't really, you know, look like the friendships that I have now, I mm. think. I mean, I'm not going to like say I, don't, I didn't have really good friends in high school. I, I did, mm. and I still do. I still talk mm. to a lot of people from high school. I think of, like, my friends, like, Dion and, and BB. I don't know if y'all listen to BB. <laughs> um, and, like, Mary. I think of, like, these people that, you know, really, you know, stuck stuck by me um, throughout high school. But mm. And they can probably see through my jokes and my laughing. Mm. But more so now in college, it's almost like these friends, like my friendship with Quincy here, mm. Like, that's just not the entirety of our friendship. He's mm. not going to allow me just to laugh my way through life or just mm. laugh my way through um, the hard things mm. that I have to come. Okay. How do you think that experience of you just coming out your friends, those jokes, throwing out those mm-hmm. jokes at those people influenced the way you make you made friends as an adult? Um... Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think, hmm, that's a good question, Pato, you uh, professor. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I was saying before, I think I didn't, um, I didn't really understand. People was like, hey, Gary, you being insensitive. I was oh. like, no, you're just sensitive. That was like my brain, like, you know, I grew up in A-Leaf. Like, you, you just have to, like, be strong. You just have to, like, you know, that's just. Our friendships are strong. The guy, mm. the guy friendships, you know, are just like, you know, there's a lot of stigma surrounding it. Mm. And so we, you know, coming into like college and stuff and hearing for the first time, like, hey, you know, maybe your joking can be insensitive. Mm. Or like, hmm, maybe the way you're going about friendships isn't like as authentic. Or maybe you have these walls up. You have these walls up. Mm. And like, as a 23-year-old, I'm like, yeah, I probably do. I mean, now yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, you're probably, you're correct. Yeah. At the time, I, you know, I most definitely use use those things and it was hard to make friends in the beginning. I remember my uh, my first semester at UNT being the, I think legit the saddest time. If I think in my, not my life, but I think it's up there in the top three. My, mm. I hated my first semester at UNT. Mm. I couldn't make friends to save my life. Like I, <laughs> I would just, like the friends that I like I had, I was just like, you know, it was just like, hey, I'm, Want to want to come meet at the cafeteria? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And like, okay, nothing like, wrong with meeting at the cafeteria. Nothing's wrong with the cafeteria, <laughs> but if, the, if if your friend is only inviting you to the cafeteria because they don't want to eat by themselves, then most likely they're not your friend, and I'm not hurt. Okay, yeah, I'm, <laughs> he's I'm hurt, not y'all. hurt. He's hurt, y'all. Man, I got me a whole degree, man. I don't even. I'm joking, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, um, 
to answer your question, Quincy, mm. I think, yeah, it most definitely had an effect on how I, you know, went about making adult friendships. I really had to um, dissect uh, why I kind of approach people that way or, you know, and kind of just kind of, you know, downplaying their emotions and mm. what they're feeling or whatever. Mm. It's not understanding. And so, you know, like I said, UNT, the first semester of UNT was pretty, you know, weird and, you know, lonely and, you know, it gets better, obviously. Yeah. You know, we live yeah. and we learn, and it gets yeah. it gets a little better. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, answered it. Yeah, <laughs> I think for me, it definitely played a huge role in the way I viewed my guy friendships, because of that kind of semi-traumatic experience. I just really didn't trust my guy friendships. Mm-hmm. I really thought my guy friendships are just, you know, for funs and just like laugh and not really go in depth about how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I was very guarded. Like I was very guarded with my guy friends. Try to come kind of like have a deeper conversation with me. Um, especially my first year uh, college, uh, college. I was just like, this is weird. Why does this guy want to be my friend? Mm-hmm. Or like, why is he asking me these deep questions? I mean, I was used to talking to girls mostly, mm-hmm. which were... I mean, they were more similar to me in the sense of like they were more sensitive. They were not; their jokes were not crude. They oh, were, you know. Crazy, you we be friends back then? <laughs> I seriously don't think we'd be friends. I don't think so because yeah. I was such like a you know like going back to what you said. You know, that's that's how guy friendships. That's that's how yeah. it is. In, yeah. in a leaf I'm from, we laugh and yeah. really, you know, it has to be extremely traumatic. Something you have to go through something like traumatic, traumatic for mm. like you know. Yo, bro, you know, hey, man, you know, yeah. to actually get into those those deeper conversations. Yeah. But, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But, yeah, as, as I was saying, like, I just really was guarded up whenever guy friends tried to reach out to me and get to know me. And for a long time, I had to come to that place where, like, actually, guy friendships are actually important. And I know you all are like, oh, that was traumatic whenever you're a kid. But I've honestly heard from it. And actually, mm-hmm. one of the guys who was part of that group of friends at church that didn't want to be my friend actually apologized to me legit about last year. It was just like, hey, I'm sorry for that experience, and I really shouldn't have done that to you. You were, mm-hmm. you know, because that was your first experience in Malawi, and we should have been better at that. So I feel from that, but again, like, it's still something that has carried on I, i've been to my first years of, of college it carried on to there and now for sure i'm in a better place yeah 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 i think uh i guess the healing aspect kind of uh came for me um once i i joined that i joined this a small group my second semester of school oh. and i met a group of guys that uh you know didn't just invite me to the cafeteria yeah. <laughs> you know i they didn't just you know were just interested and you know my jokes and interested in what i can bring mm. um I, it was uh, a time in which like i remember calling one of my friends from from high school i'm like the first time i met one of my closest friends guys saying i can say names right like i met <laughs> mateo uh for the for, mateo's one of my closest friends i don't think I know and his roommates and my man i've been living with that guy for like four years like mm. he's like my one of my really close friends like the very first time i met mateo i remember thinking man um, I, <laughs> so I call my friend. I'm, such, I'm, I'm a sappy guy, right? 
you know, secretly. Um, <laughs> um, I called my friend. I was like, yo, I think I met some really good friends. And she was extremely happy to hear that because, like, like I said before, my first semester at UNT was just this lonely uh, type of time, you know, just mm. doing dumb stuff. And so um, when I met, you know, him, I was like, oh, shoot. He actually invited me to the small group mm. at the time. And I'm not saying I was like an open book because, like, you know, trust is a big thing with African guys. And like I said, like the only type of guy friendship I've known was just the ones, you know, when it takes one years and years and years, years and years and years to break down those um, you know, those walls mm. or the ones in which you kind of just sit around and you laugh a whole bunch mm. or you sit around and you just have like, you know, surface level conversations or, you know, we just sit around and talk about like, you know, random stuff, nothing of like a lot of substance. Mm. And so I remember joining this group and like, whoa, like excited for it, you know, but also very reserved, very like, I don't trust y'all much. Mm. I don't really know y'all. Yeah. And, no, it, I, I, it was a good thing, of course. Like, but I, I remember just, you know, really taking some time, one, to like relearn mm. what friendship means. Relearn. Relearning what that means mm. for me. You know, not in a way that's kind of like skewed by the African mentality mm. and about what it means to be like a guy or mm. whatever it is. But, you know, just relearning what that means and what that mm. looks like. So, uh, how did you relearn that, I guess, Quincy? Oh, my goodness. I I mean, when I first came to America, I had a huge cultural shock. Like, I was put in a in a culture that I had no idea what it was, mm-hmm. except from watching movies. McDonald's. <laughs> except McDonald's, <laughs> KFC. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that, you know? Mm. And... I was put in a culture that, again, I didn't know, and it really forced me. Like, I wish I personally wanted to experience this, but it forced me to kind of strip away of all the ideas that I had about just being a young adult. Mm-hmm. And from then on, it put me in this place where I was honestly desperate for friends. I didn't have any friends the whole semester, my first semester in college, and Moving forward, I was like, I got, something's gonna change. Like, I mm-hmm. need friends. And yeah, people That's reached good. out to you me. need friends. Like, my auntie, not to interrupt you, mm. Quincy, but my auntie always used to tell me because I am a pretty independent type of guy. I'm pretty independent. He is. And so my auntie will always tell me, Auntie Gloria, man, I love that lady. She'll be like, No man's an island. Mm. No man's an island. She always mm. tell me that. And like, it wasn't until like, you know, these last couple of years in which I. You know, really internalize what that means. Mm. Like, yeah, no man is an island. We're not meant to, you know, go through this life by ourselves mm. or like go through this life on just surface type of friendships. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. So yeah, just being in that position, knowing that I need friends, mm. pushed me to look for ways I could make friends. So I legit, I remember joining this costume design club at Colin. Oh. And... <laughs> <laughs> you were that uh, Look at me. <laughs> so I joined that costume um, design class and I joined the campus ministry and eventually I made a lot of friends. Like to this day I'm thankful for those friends who reached out to me first mm-hmm. because I mean they didn't know what I was going through. But for sure, friendship is what I needed. Yeah. I needed that. And I, I couldn't thank them more than I can right now. Mm. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good, Quincy. Um, 
Oh, what are we doing? We're talking about next. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think um, these conversations, you know, I think we, um, I guess. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, why, why are we talking about male friendships? friendships? Yeah, that's what yes. I'm trying to um yeah why male friendships i mean or why like having you know um you know friends you know Mm. why is that really important Mm. um i guess maybe let's talk about the stigma around male friendships yes exactly that's what i was thinking Mm -hmm. yeah let's talk about the stigma around male friendships Mm -hmm. um you know i think as guys we are afraid to you know at least for me i can only speak for myself so let me not just generalize all guys Mm. for me you know it's, it's extremely hard to be vulnerable it's extremely mm. hard to show a lot of emotions mm. going back to the you know african type of mentality guys don't cry mm. guys don't you know feel guys mm. don't you know aren't supposed to necessarily you know we have to put up this front that we're strong mm. all the time mm. i mean and, that's that's kind of like the general idea of what guys are supposed to be mm-hmm. anyway yeah go ahead. and the crazy thing is quincy you know um i remember like a story within myself like when I was a kid, I would cry a lot. Mm. I would always cry. Mm. And I, remember, I always remember this one time, my parents were taking me out, outside of our, like, minivan. You know, you know, somebody wakes you up from a nap, you're going to cry, one. So, <laughs> I remember, I was napping in the car. I always remember, it's so weird what you can remember from your childhood, mm. what you can remember from your childhood. And um, I remember, like, my parents taking me up to my bed and, like, you know, kind of, like, taking off your shoes and your pants and stuff, you know, getting ready, oh. you know, to sleep, you know, I'm getting ready to sleep. And my dad was like, he was like, ah, cries, 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 cries. Oh, he does it, man. He cries, cries so much. Cry, cry, cry. And I was like, hmm, I don't know why he cries. And he's like, cry, cry, cry. And so I remember at the time, like, I guess something that kind of a little bit affected me even to this day, like, um, you know, my dad, you know, he would just kind of associate, you know, crying as for girls, you know. Yeah. He'd be like, ah, oh, like, you know, girl peeking, girl peeking. That means, like, you know, you know I'm, like, I'm acting like a girl if I cry. Yeah. It's very so, common, like, don't act like a girl. Why are you crying, you know? Yeah. Mm. And the craziest thing is, like, what is what is a stronger, right? Yeah. What is stronger? Showing your emotions or, or kind of holding it inside. Yeah. But, like, legit, you know. Legit, I miss those days where I could cry and cry and cry and then feel so good about it. Oh, shoot. Yeah. What do you mean you miss it? I don't cry as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> something I'm working through, right? But I miss those days for sure. But going back to the idea of friendship with it, um, that really you know hindered me from like, you know, one really you know expressing my emotion or just thinking like, thinking that like, okay I'm a funny guy so that is what that's the only thing that I can bring to friendship. Mm. You know that's the that's the biggest part that I can bring to people's life and to like our friendships is just like my my humor, mm. and I love one uh, I like I love humor. I, I, I love laughing. Mm. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't do. I mean, yeah. no, I love it. I love doing it. But um, I think with my friendships now, I know now, at least I now I know um, that that's not the only parts of me. That's not the only parts that, you know, I can bring to, um, you know, friendships. Yeah, mm. yeah. Another thing that I'm thinking of is just how guys are, you know, Expected to be super independent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're expected to be super independent. They're the ones to provide for the family mm-hmm. and don't really get time to process what they're going through. You know, mm-hmm. they never yeah, really they never really get an opportunity to say like, actually I don't got this. Like this mm-hmm. is really difficult for me. I don't think I can get through this. And I mean, that's why, honestly, like, there's a lot of 
of men dealing with depression there's a higher rate of men dealing with depression because they just can't voice out how they feel about stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like you know it's I bet it's not like them not wanting to. It's like oh. they grew up in a way that they don't know how. How they don't yeah. know how to like you know voice like what they're feeling, what their emotions are. They don't oh. have people around them like those close friendships that's gonna be like, yo man, like how are you doing? Yeah. Like, like how are you really doing? Ooh, the really part. The really part. I got chills at my yeah. Side. No, the not, really not, part. <laughs> how are you really doing? <laughs> you know when you kind of hit and they ever ask that question, and people be looking at you like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, you're good because you like, <laughs> sounded like... You're not good. <laughs> you're not good. You're not good you yeah. know? You're not good, brother. Mm-hmm. Sister. Puppy mm-hmm. dog. I'm playing like, nuts dog. But... Can you still... What is wrong with me? <laughs> but, yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's extremely important, you know, to, to be transparent with yourself and, you know, mm. and, you know... You know, let's talk about some more stigma. (laughs) I think another stigma surrounding, um, you know, male friendships is that we can't say, I think, mushy things, sappy Mm. things. You Mm. can't really tell your friends how you feel. I love you. Yeah. I love you, Matzo. I love you too, Garvin. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, and... We have such a hard time telling our friends what we feel about them. You know, oh. the awkward bro hugs, man. Oh, my goodness. Those things. But, but Loki, I'm on you. In the beginning, I always remember, like, being, um, man, I, I didn't like hugs at the beginning. And I guess I still don't like hugs. Depen- like depends hugs. on who's trying to hug me. I'm like, hey, yeah. what, you, what you doing? Coronavirus? Yeah. And then I'll the coronavirus. I mean, as of right now, you're not hugging everybody, anybody. Don't hug anyone, actually, don't, right now. Right now, no. Six feet in social distancing. Um, my goodness. Some yeah. people... Uh, that's another conversation. Some people acting. I went to the Walmart, y'all. I went to the Walmart not too long ago, and Denton playing games. There's no mask on face. I saw a little kid playing with a toy. I was like, "Where's your father? Where's your mother? Where's your mask?" Like three questions. Where's your father? Where's your mother? And where's your mask? And that baby looking at me like, "Huh, huh, huh?" You know, but, <laughs> but um, yeah. Back to you know not being able to like express what we're feeling. Um, I was most definitely like that. I mean, I for a long time it was extremely weird. I'm like, hey man, like you know, keep like, it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Like it's kind of like, I guess I had the I had the mindset of like my actions will speak. Mm. Like you know, you know, I love you if I give you a dollar, yeah. <laughs> like a piece of chocolate. No, but you know, but you know, just like my actions will speak, and I think um, our actions do, do speak. Yeah, plays a part uh. in it. But there's nothing like vocalizing what you are feeling. Mm. You know, like. Tell your friends that, hey, man, I am appreciative of your friendship. Mm. You know, I do like, hey, I love you, man. Mm. I care about you. I mean, say, say like, speak it. it. Don't be afraid to say it. I mm. mean, um, obviously, I did not hear. I mean, let me say obviously. I mean, this on my part, I didn't hear that a whole lot growing up, I don't mm. think. I'm not sure about you, Quincy. Like, at least not from, like, male figures in my life. I mean, mm. I, didn't, I didn't hear it that much. Yeah, I did not. I did not. I remember just having these conversations where, like, if guys did that, they would be called names. Like, oh, you're gay for saying that. Exactly. You can't feel. Like, mm -mm, that's not, that's not on. That's not right. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm not sure, like, like how you grew up, Quincy, but like, you know, about the different, like, male figures in your life, like, was that expressed 
you know oh no i no except my grandpa my grandpa is someone who really told us especially his grandkids maybe just because we're grandkids but he told me that he loved me you know he always expressed that mm-hmm. um but it took a while for my dad to like vocalize that yeah same. yeah it took a while for him to actually do that for me which is again that's probably his own like journey on trying to figure that and navigate that yeah um but it for sure took a while and 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 the thing is like that's how that's how african men are no that's yeah. how they that's how they're raised i mean yeah. like we they're not supposed to show weakness yeah. and it's kind of you know it's a little bit of a you know the irony of it i guess like, not the irony but you know i think the sad part about it you know you just you know the way we're raised it really does like have an effect on everything that we do it kind of mm. it, it drills down into like how you even raise your own kids mm. and so um you know so that's another big stigma i guess surrounding um you know male friendships and about friendships you know just vocalizing what vocalizing. you you know what mm. you what you are trying to say yeah you know kind of like the idea of giving people flowers while they're here almost mm. you know like True tomorrow's that. not Promised. promised not promised at all no, no. And so man i want to challenge talent challenge i want to legit encourage you guys like especially my guys out there like you guys you know whoever is listening you know tell your friendships it doesn't have to be just like well now we're kind of emphasizing male friendships but like tell your friends like you appreciate them tell mm. them that you love them mm. because tomorrow is not promised it's just not we do not know mm. what's going to uh, happen yeah. um, tomorrow yeah. but uh Hey, Quincy, you know, let's talk about our friendship. Yeah. Let's talk about friendship. What do you want to talk about in our friendship? I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I think we can talk about what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want from me, Quincy? Well, <laughs> something that I really appreciate and I've learned from you, Garvin, is just the way you have fun in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a really good balance of knowing what's serious and what to laugh about. So I really appreciate that. Like I grew up just always focusing on the seriousness of things. Mm. I really, for sure, I had a good laugh once in a while, but it wasn't to the full. Like I honestly feel like I've grown to laugh to the full by realizing that, you know, it's great to have fun in life. Mm. But again, it's not bad to take something seriously. Yeah. Um, so I've really learned how to have a good balance and I'm so thankful for that for me. Oh, preach. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I think, well, one thing you guys are going to know is I kind of, you know, I interchange Quincy's name. I sometimes call him Quince, sometimes call him Quincy, sometimes call him Impazzo. I was going to legit start the sentence off with, you know, Impazzo, know what I learned from you. <laughs> so Impazzo was Quincy, Quincy is Quince, Quince is Impazzo. It's all the same thing. Um, I think what I learned from you, Quincy, at least with our friendship, is that mm. I think you really just allow me to be authentically my, authentically myself. Mm. I think you don't like, um, kind of, you don't accept, just like sit back and accept just me, you know, wanting to be surface level because I, that's just the easiest thing that I can do. And that's what mm. I kind of lean towards. But you really force me to get into the serious conversations. Mm. Um, man, Quincy, man, he he reminds me of my, of my value all the time. Like every single time he gets me out of my head all the time and I'm overthinking things and I overthink things a lot, you know, uh, not just on my worth and value, like in my relationships and, um, you know, how I go about life. Like he, he really just like, he'll like, you're, you're just overthinking things 
like you're believing lies right now. Right. He just really helps me to um, kind of get out of that mindset. And so yeah. that is the biggest thing. Basically. Like I'm yeah. super appreciative of you and your friendship. Thank you, Gavin. Ah. That's so sweet. <laughs> so somebody might be having the question. I, I want those kind of friendships that you guys are talking about. I mm. want that kind of friendship that Quincy and Gavin have. How, how did I obtain that? Boy said, be humble. Sit down. It's like the friendship that me and Garvin have. It is the best friendship in all of the land. <laughs> but I mean, like, some people are asking those questions. Uh-huh. We don't know who our listeners are, mm. but they're asking, how can I obtain that kind of friendship? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna answer it. Yeah, I don't know, but um, my thoughts on that is legit. I think we um, maybe start with being the friend that you want. Mm. I think um, like if you want a friendship that has intention and meaning, then uh, try to do that. And so I know that's easier said than done, obviously. And sometimes people need to be like that example for you mm. and how that looks like. And sometimes like legit for me, going through life, I didn't see it much, mm. and so like you can't really be an example for something that you haven't really seen a whole lot. Mm. Um, but, you know, just really trying to be the friend that that you want. Um, what else do you think, Quincy? I mean, just being in a place that you're willing to be the first one to initiate. Yeah. Because I do think people, especially guys, are like, I'll just, I'll just wait for someone to initiate. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're really serious... You're really seeking for those kind of friendships you're going to be able to be the person to initiate those kind of friendships with people yeah and again you can set that out mm. especially being an adult like you can just be straightforward in some some way like hey like i'm looking for a really meaningful friendship and you know will you be that kind of friend to me you know. And easier said than done of course i mean yes because i meant i was that friend like you like jay like you have to be the one to be like you know, digging mm. to like, you know, for me to open my mouth. And mm. I'm like, and I'm like deflecting, 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 like, yeah. who you, who you, who you? Mm. And so like, I'm, I'm super grateful that, you know, I have people in my life that's not going to allow me to deflect. Mm. Yeah. But, um, I think another thing is, you know, uh, if you want like, you know, I guess like, you know, just trying to get like, you know, intentional friendships. Um, I think, you know, I think, yeah, what Quincy said, you know, just kind of putting yourself out there, but not being afraid, like at least, uh, let me challenge, let me challenge the guys. Uh, let me challenge, you know, just anybody really who's listening. Um, if you have a friend and you guys have been friends for like a long, long time, like, I mean, a long time, and I'm like, and you don't even know, like, I mean, like, <laughs> like really like reevaluate, like what you actually even know about this person. Um, and if you don't know a whole lot, then, um, maybe you got to check your definition of what you call uh, a friend, you know, yeah. what do you, what do you call who, like, how do you define a friend? Mm. Um, you know, you need to have like. I'm not saying that, you know, we have our friends, you know, our friends, we have a good time with the friends, you know, but you, I think your friendship should have some type of meaning to it at least. Mm. And so I think just really thinking about what friendship even means to you. Mm. Um, what do you want out of a friendship and what can, and what are you not even bringing to a friend? What are you lacking? Mm. And don't be that one person that just kind of expects everyone to be coming to you. No, no, <laughs> and, you know, no. And don't over, like, you know, dissect everything. Like, if he was my friend, oh, man, that's another no. story in itself. Don't put nobody to the test. You know, no. like, if you're my friend, then you would have showed up at my house at 7.02 a.m. No with a cookie. <laughs> Mind no readers, man. can read 
your mind. That is another episode in itself, oh, Quincy. My goodness. my goodness. Don't get me started. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you know, just a little recap. Oh. I think you know, friendships are super cool and neat. Important. Extremely important. Mm. Um, you know, like my what my auntie Goya says. You know, no man is an island. Uh, we're not meant to do this walk alone. And so find those people who truly care about you. Oh. You know, find those people that's gonna, you know, say, Hey man, you finna you finna do some do some stupid stuff or hey man, you finna walk into like a hole right now or like oh. and pull you out, you know. And of course, have fun with your friends, man. Oh. You know, have a nice little balance. Try to laugh. I mean, yeah. life too short. I mean, you know, oh, just have the worst. I mean, <laughs> of course be transparent, but you know. Balance it. Have a little laugh. L- laugh a little. Ha ha. Ha Eat some chicken wings. Ooh. Okay, Quincy, what's my favorite flavor now? What is it? What is it? Mango the habanero. Check. Hots. Hots. H A W T. Yes. Asian Zing. And uh, hot. I don't know what the last Just one is. Just buffalo. Because my best friend Finna, you know it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My wing flavor. But I've, I've I've said I've said you know I've got I've gotten two out of three. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's still a fail. That's a sixty-six percent. You know African mentality. Sixty-six. You cannot get a sixty-six. Uh-uh. You get a 66. <laughs> what did your friends get? I bet they got a ninety. If they got to say ninety, then... <laughs> that's another conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. Oh. But yeah. So just remember, guys. You know. um you know, share your story because uh, no one can tell it quite like you. See you later. See ya. I'm Gar. And I'm Quincy. All right. <laughs> Boxer, I'm Quincy. Hold on, hold on. I'm Quincy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get done here. Let's get, get out of here. here. <laughs>